it has been a season. I've hugged my son. I hugged my son, but I wanted to hug your son. Oh goodness, I've cried about our future. I had complicated feelings and arguments about marching in a pandemic. And I literally tried to meditate away reality. I read some books. I got my senator on speed dial. But still, there is so much more work to do. That's why we're back. And this is Your Neighbor's Hood. The, the season, season of, of solutions. solutions. With Hannah and Jackie. Hey everyone. Here's a little story that I wrote about a real event and I thought was appropriate for this month as we discuss the environment and sit at the crossroads of intersectional environmentalism. So here it is. In the hurricane season of my senior year of high school, my hometown Tarboro, North Carolina was hit by two hurricanes in a row. It wasn't so much the size of either as the presence of both. At the time, our 90-year-old neighbor came to stay with us because she was worried a tree might fall on her house. Ironically, her house was unscathed, but her hearing was forever damaged by a scream from my sister when a tree fell on our house, on the bathroom to be exact, while I was using it. I survived. It was doubly unfortunate because my parents were in the midst of selling the home to move to a piece of property on the outskirts of town. A few months back, when my sister learned of the move, she, being resentful of change, had wished a tree would fall on the house. And it did. On what was to be her room. <laughs> we don't cross my sister. In total, 30 trees fell on the property of our future home, Oak Grove, rendering the name a little silly with no grove to speak of anymore. My dad is a timber framer, but a ho the hole in our house wore a blue tarp for 10 years. My mom fancied herself the embodiment of Mother Nature with squirrels and wildlife in our living room. During the two weeks that we were without power, our neighbors came together with potlucks and I lifeguarded at the pool so that people could bathe. I learned to knit. In this time, my family adopted six dogs in addition to the one we already had because so many people couldn't keep them anymore. Seven dogs is a lot of dogs for a house with a hole in it, and if you asked me about this period of my life a year ago, I might have elaborated on my family's hijinks. In fact, I've written a one-woman show from the perspective of those dogs. But when you know better, you do better. So let's rewind. My family adopted six dogs because so many people couldn't keep them anymore. So many people couldn't keep their dogs anymore because so many people, so many black people, had lost their homes to flooding. While I had time off school, many of my classmates were living at our school since it had been converted to an emergency shelter. For reference, my senior class was comprised of 73% black students, 18% Hispanic students, and 17% white students. The neighborhood that I lived in pre-hurricane was mostly white, and we moved to the country where our closest neighbors were also white. So it wasn't until I went back to school that I really started to understand how the minor excitements of downed trees literally paled in comparison to losing everything to a flood. Our town Tarboro is opposite a river bank from Princeville, North Carolina, the oldest town incorporated by formerly enslaved people in America. My high school had students from both Tarboro and Princeville, and in that mix, in my youth, I didn't see that we were all that different. 
I didn't make a connection about why one side of the riverbed flooded regularly and had very little in terms of historic buildings, despite its historical significance, where the other side has a nationally recognized 45-block historic district. In the middle of the madness, I remember being a bystander as President Bill Clinton came through town to survey the damage. His security was so extensive that it paused people's access to clean drinking water for the day. For the remainder of the year, our senior year, my classmates were without textbooks. They were without homes. Some of the other white kids I knew in town had been pulled out to go to a mostly white private school. Without the interaction with so many of their peers in the community, I wonder if that hurricane season was no more than cutting up some fallen branches and going without TV for a bit. But then again, even being there, there was so much I didn't see. And while I'd like to think that I have a unique bond with the classmates from my school days, my lasting memories of that time are about knitting, and I couldn't begin to tell you what theirs are. All right, you've been listening to Your Neighbor's Hood, and as always, give us a like, a rate, subscribe, review, tell your friends, and join us on social. Stay open, stay curious, and make it a great day. Closer to history. Closer to history.